Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This bank robbery in Perth, Australia, started like most do with the bad guy passing a note to a teller demanding money. And also it ended like most do with said criminal missing one excruciatingly important detail. Police there say the unidentified man walked into the bank Wednesday afternoon, passing the note to the teller, then pointing to his waist, indicating that he was armed. He then received an undetermined amount of Australian currency, got into a green car, and drove from the scene. It was that turn off Albany Highway and onto Canning Highway that did him in because dude apparently didn't know that there was a massive traffic jam there and immediately became mired in a sea of stopped vehicles. Cops walked right up to the robber's stopped car and he surrendered. That's kind of a fizzle there, Cliff. (laughs) Well, I want to welcome everyone to the Morning Road Show. My name is Weed. I'm your DJ, entertainer, and also inventor of the clip-on your fly is open alarm. It's available <laughs> at weedandcliff.com. Really? Yes. How much does it cost? $5, Cliff. It's $5? Yes. Is there shipping and handling on the f- your fly is open alarm? Yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> How much is the shipping? Four ninety nine. Oh, okay. So for about nine ninety nine, you'll you can... <laughs> know if your fly is open or not. It's worth 10 bucks, isn't it? I, you, I would say it would be, yeah. I mean, in the right place, the Although, right time? you know... You could just look down and see. A friendly reminder this morning. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch the 4th of July fireworks yeah. that you recorded on your phone last night. <laughs> Unless the video includes something going yeah. very, very wrong and there are people screaming. If there's that... <laughs> yeah, send that sucker viral. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> no one wants to see that stuff. Well, Cliff, yeah. recent study again says that Americans... Mm-hmm. Eat too much bacon. Now, this study <laughs> yeah. has a margin of error of plus or minus. Yeah. Come on, there is no air. You can't eat too much bacon. There is no air there, right? No, you're absolutely right. How can you eat too much bacon? I don't know. <laughs> I've never had a time where I sit down and, and thought, f- Boy, I've just eaten too much bacon. Even at a buffet <laughs> that offers bacon, Yeah. I've went out of there saying, I should have ate I should, just a I little bit more. I should have had more. more. I should have had more. <laughs> I cheated myself right. out of my daily you supplement. feel cheated. Yes. <laughs> we, this story dates back to 1705 when a man who ran a bakery in the town of Edinburgh, Scotland, wrote a letter to a local judge complaining about the condition of the building he had rented for his business. And as it turns out, it's some of the first historical proof we have on the existence of the morning roadshow department of Just in Time for Breakfast! It seems as though the good Mr. Kerr's business was being destroyed and his massive stone oven ruined by the continuous flows of water from the apartment that was directly over his bakery on the second floor. When people later got to looking, it became apparent that what was flowing wasn't water at all, as it turns out the dude who lived upstairs was keeping an elephant in his apartment. An elephant who was apparently not housebroken. <laughs> Baker Kerr asked the court to inform to force the elephant's owner, uh, Mr. Abraham Seaver, to get rid of the elephant and 
When they filed the letter with Mr. Seaver, he responded with his own petition to be able to exhibit the animal. As it turns out, both petitions were approved, as the court record still exists, granting liberty to the petitioner to expose his elephant to all persons in the town. <laughs> I'd be more worried about... The, the floor falling in. Yes. <laughs> That's what I would be yeah, worried about. I kind of thought that myself. Dude had an elephant in his apartment. Yeah. Yesterday, Cliff, I don't mm -hmm. know about you, but I did absolutely nothing except a little bit of thinking. You were thinking. I did a little bit of thinking on the 4th of July. And I'll tell you what really? I come up with, Cliff. What you come up with? Not that I would ever do it. Yeah. Not that I would ever do it. But yeah. yesterday would yeah. have been the worst day of the entire year to be out wandering around in some yeah. wilderness somewhere <laughs> and getting lost yeah. and having to send up an emergency flare for people to <laughs> no, find you. That's right, because how can you tell the emergency flare... From all the other garbage being thrown up into the sky. That's exactly right. <laughs> Even if you were out on in the sea and you were like stranded, right? And you shot up a flare. Yeah, people, people were going like, "Hey, who, who, whoever's over there is having fun celebrating the fourth. Yes, and you're desperately trying to cling <laughs> on to life. And they're like, "What a celebration over there!" Yeah, the worst day of the year. Not that I would be in the wilderness, ever. Well, that's true. I'm not doing that. <laughs> or in a boat. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that either. If I'm in a boat, yeah. I'm kidnapped. <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. Well, Cliff, yes. the latest report out is mm -hmm. Iran now has 660 pounds of enriched uranium. Really? Now, now if you're wondering yeah. where they got 660 yeah. pounds of where's, enriched uranium. Where do you get that at? My guess is that Iran... Yeah. Now has a brand new Costco because you can get everything <laughs> really? there. That's you what can, they say. So you can get on the shelf at the new Costco in Evansville, enriched uranium. I think so. Now, yeah. I don't know if you can get 660 pounds of it. <laughs> so should someone listening go to the Costco and say, I'm here because weed said I can buy enriched uranium. Yes. What aisle is that in? Well, ask them what aisle it is yes. and let us know so we can all go down and get us a little bit of it. How about a little thought of the day? Okay. I thought of this over... Uh, the holiday yesterday, too. Life is short, so make sure you spend as much time as possible yeah. on the Internet arguing with strangers about <laughs> stuff that really don't matter. Okay? Now, that's what you want to do with your time. Argue on the Internet about stuff that oh, really don't matter. Oh, oh, let's start one. Can we start one? <laughs> An argument about stuff, yeah, that, stuff don't that don't matter? stuff that don't matter. Anything you post... Yeah. Is you know <laughs> potentially stuff that don't matter people would argue no, about. You know, and, and I have a prime example of that from last night. Because I posted on my personal Facebook page a minor complaint, along with a picture of the offensive material. That uh this was still daylight and someone shot fireworks into the air and the debris from said fireworks landed on my car. That's now, a no -no. there is a city ordinance in Princeton, in effect, that says if you shoot it up, it has to land on your property. And I complained a tad bit about all that. And then someone said, well, you have to take wind into account. The city ordinance does not take wind into account. Don't argue with me. You can't win. See, there you go. <laughs> on the Internet. I should have just kept my big mouth shut. <laughs> arguing about stuff. <laughs> it just don't matter. We, this is something that apparently you can't do in Minnesota. And perhaps... It's something that our good friend, truck driver Ralph, should take note of before his next fishing trip. No matter where he goes, police in Otter Tail County say they got a call Monday about a man on a pontoon boat 
on North Turtle Lake. And when they went to the scene, they found him doing exactly what the 911 caller said he was doing, about 50 feet from shore, fishing naked. 59-year-old Michael Blake later told police that he didn't think anyone was around, so he didn't think fishing naked was a problem. Police disagreed and charged him with gross indecent exposure, whatever that is. Naked fishing could be the worst way ever to catch the hook somewhere where you don't want it to go. <laughs> now, police didn't say what kind of bait he was using, but given the location and time of year, it was likely a crankbait. <laughs> police also didn't say what type of reel or line he was using and didn't indicate whether or not he had the correct grip on his rod for best casting. And, in addition to the criminal charges, those who saw the incident could also take him to small claims court. And I'm done. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what possess you to even do that. Fish naked? I mean, why? I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. I've done nothing outdoors in my life that yeah. I ever thought. True. You know, yeah. These clothes are binding me down. I just need to take them off. And perhaps if I took them <laughs> off, I could do this better. <laughs> nothing ever. Well, the phrase that pays. Fishing naked? No. Oh, that's not the phrase that that's pays. That's not I'm... the phrase that pays. No, it's not. But if you know what it is, you're yeah. going to the Opry. Oh yeah. All right, here we go to the phone line. Hi, who's this? Steve Wagner. All right, Steve, where are you from? Owensville. Do you know the phrase that pays for Grand Ole Opry tickets? I think I do. All right, uh, Steve. Let's hear what you got. I'm at the age where I can't trust a fart. That's it. Congratulations, Steve. You win. Well, thank you. Proud moment for you, isn't it, Steve? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, could, I could just I hear could it in tell. your voice. Yeah, that you, like, were, yeah. you were so proud that it just squeezed that one out. Well, congratulations, Steve. Good one, Reed. You're welcome. We've got your name, Steve. On those tickets here at Country 98.1, you drop by. You have a great time at the Opry. Please do that. I will do that. Thank and who are you looking forward to seeing, Steve? Anybody there. I love it. So proud to squeeze that one out. Well played, my friend. I couldn't help it. It just yeah. popped out. Just I shouldn't even right. have said it. Yeah. I should smack myself. You should. Ow. <laughs> Let's say 31 on the Morning yeah. Road Show, and in our studio we have Becky Young-Hoon from the Gibson County Fair. Good morning, Becky. Good morning. And we also have the president of the Gibson County Fair, Ooh. Bill Hunt. Good morning, Ooh. Bill. Good morning. Now, Ooh. is this the first time you've ever been president of the Gibson County Fair? Yes. This is your first go-through, huh? <laughs> yes. Are you excited about it or nervous about it? Uh, I, I'm not really either one. I'm just uh, <laughs> You're trying rather, to make it through. He's rather indifferent to the whole process. Well... <laughs> Bill, I'm I'm excited for you because, and a little bit sad because, does this mean that now you won't be able to do the Kitty Day on Tuesday with oh, Matt? Oh no, I'll be here Tuesday with Matt. I wouldn't miss that for anything. Well, I know you guys have been doing that for what? Oh, yeah, twenty years. <laughs> have you been doing it twenty years? No, not quite twenty years. You guys have been a long time Matt, doing Matt's the Kitty been. Day. Now, Bill, I'll go to you. The official kickoff of the fair when I can walk in the gates for the first time on Sunday. What time is that going to be? When I can first walk in. When you can first walk in. Well, you can walk in anytime you want, we. But, but it, <laughs> everything everything we, actually starts. Well, some of the 4-H stuff starts at uh, in, in the morning. Or 1 o'clock is when we actually start letting people in and everything goes good. And that's when it costs you to get in. That's right? when, it when it costs you to get at in. At 1 yes. o'clock this coming Sunday. Mm -hmm. yes. Becky Younghoon and Bill Hunt from the Gibson County Fair in our studio. And Becky, I know that last year on Tuesday it was a huge day for the Gibson County Fair. And it was all brought about because of what event? The rodeo. The rodeo. We have a rodeo back again. Now, do people go crazy mm -hmm. over the bull riding? Is that the big excitement from what you witnessed last year? 
Uh, I think it's just, I mean, they put on a great show. So there's a lot of different, lot of different events. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the clown, mm-hmm. the clowns are usually the kind of the the hit, uh, you know, that are in there. If you've never been to a rodeo, there's if even if you're not big into bull riding or roping or anything like that, it is entertaining for all ages. So if you don't know what's going on, at least it'll entertain you, right? Exactly, exactly. Now, I know it's a year ago. Was anybody locally in the rodeo last year that you recall? <laughs> yes, they actually had a, a few local people, I think, that took part in some of the bull riding. And uh, we had a volunteer clown last year, too. <laughs> a volunteer clown. A volunteer clown. clown. Yes. A volunteer How do clown. you become a volunteer clown? Um, it was. He, he's always wanted to be a rodeo clown, and he finally got the chance to uh, live out his dream. And who was it? Mr. Bill Niederhaus. And he was yes. okay? Narrow, no accidents? Oh, yeah. You, you still see him running around town all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Where else but the Gibson County <laughs> Fair could you become a volunteer clown? We're moments away from Take It to the Bank. And this morning, we're going to be talking about the movie Titanic. Okay. An interesting little feature about yes. the Titanic in that movie. Okay. That's coming up on the Morning Road Show. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. The Titanic, the actual boat, cost $7.5 million to build in 1912. Okay. Which would be about $196 million in today's dollars. Okay. And the budget for the movie Titanic was $200 million. So it cost more to make the movie. Than it did to, to make the ship. Yes, which okay. is almost incredible you sounding. Know, you know, considering what happened to the Titanic, they probably should have spent more money on the ship. <laughs> yes, because yes. the movie Better was a... Better steal. The movie was a huge success. That's right. The ship was not quite the huge success. No. And... Short-lived. And how about a little bonus here, Cliff? Yeah. A bonus take it to the bank. Ooh, do we have time for that? I think we can squeeze because it. Because the clock is ticking. We can squeeze it in. All righty. The Titanic movie yeah. was in movie theaters so long yeah. that it became the first movie to ever come out on VHS while you could still go to the theater <laughs> and pay to watch the movie. Really? I didn't, know, right. I didn't know that. All of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three, a volunteer clown. Number two, expose his elephant. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today happened to our Grand Ole Opry winner, who was so proud to squeeze that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.